The Lord said to Joshua, Behold, I have given Jericho into your hand with its king and the mighty men of valor. Joshua 6.2 Dear God, you are so big, strong, and mighty, and you fight our battles for us. Thank you. It's so cool to know that the God who created the universe goes before us in every situation we face. Teach us more about your power and love as we hear today's Bible story about the battle of Jericho. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Thank you for praying with us today. The Kids Bible in a Year podcast is sponsored by Little Passports, delivering monthly activity kit subscriptions that help kids explore the world, cultivate curiosity, and discover new interests with hands-on crafts and activities in cooking, science, crafts, and more all with a unique cultural twist. Visit littlepassports.com blessed to learn more and save 20% with code blessed. God gives his people Jericho. In our last story, we learned about Joshua and the Israelites crossing the Jordan River. In this story, we learn how God gives Jericho over to Joshua with some strange instruction to march around the city and blow trumpets, as inspired by the book of Joshua. Hi, Julia Sadler here, and welcome to the Kids Bible in a Year podcast. I'm so glad you're here. Today we get to hear about a big city, a big wall, and an even bigger God. It's the Bible story about the Battle of Jericho, and it starts right now. Joshua, the leader of God's people, was on a mission to claim the land that God had promised them. They had already crossed over into the land, but found themselves faced with a significant issue. People were already living there. The first city they encountered was the city of Jericho. They had already looked into the city and had seen that they were not welcomed. But they knew that God had promised them this land. The people turned to Joshua, their leader, to solve this problem. Joshua spent many days staring at the city from their camp, making observations and taking notes of anything that they could use to win over the city. One day, as he was out watching the city, a man with a sword appeared. Quickly, he jumped off his feet and asked the man, Are you for us or against us? The man told Joshua that he was a commander of the Lord's army. When Joshua heard this, he worshipped God. The man told Joshua to take off his shoes, and so he did. They then talked about the plan that the Lord was giving Joshua to take the city. In this plan, they had to march around the city every day for a week, and on the last day, they had to march around seven times. When the walls fall, they are to take the city, but they must not take any gold or silver or items made of bronze and iron. Those are to be set aside for God. Joshua took notes on this strategy and understood what he must do. That night he presented the plan to the people 
giving orders to his leaders and priests on where they were to go. The next morning, they carried out the plan by gathering all the men in their army together and placing some in front of the priest and some behind the priests. The priest traveled a third of the way back from the front, and they carried the Ark of God. They went around the city once, and then the priest blew their trumpets. After this all happened, they returned to their camp. The people of the city were confused as to what happened. Surely they did not come all this way to walk around the city and blow their horns, they said. The next day, Joshua had his people assemble again and do the same thing. The day after that, Joshua had them do it again. Joshua had them do this for six days in total. On the seventh day, Joshua set up his men as usual, only he told them to go around the city seven times, and then he will give the command for them to shout. He reminded them all that this was the plan that God gave him, and that they must trust it, as well as reminding them when they took the city to not take gold or silver or anything made of iron or bronze, those things were to be set aside for God. They went around the city seven times, and on the seventh time, the people stopped. The priest blew their horns. Joshua commanded the people, Shout! When everyone shouted together, the walls came crumbling down. God had given them the city. While they took the city, they located Rahab and her family, the woman who had helped hide the spies previously. They escorted her and her family out and gave them a place to stay on the outskirts of their camp. In time, she came to marry one of God's people, and they had a son whose name was Boaz. The people set aside what God told them to, and they rejoiced that God had given them the city. Okay, so let's recap. Joshua is leading the people of Israel into the land God promised them. God has already shown his power many times, but now the Israelites face one of their biggest problems yet. It's the city of Jericho, and it's a huge wall. In those days, a strong wall meant a strong city and a really strong enemy. The Israelites couldn't just walk into the promised land. The armies of Jericho would destroy them. It was a big problem, and poor Joshua just didn't know what to do. Have you ever faced a really big problem? Maybe some kids at school weren't nice, or maybe some of your friends wanted you to do something that you knew was wrong. This world is not perfect, and problems come with the territory. But you don't have to face your problems alone. God is always with you, and he always helps us. And that's exactly what Joshua found out next. One night, while he was out by himself, just staring at the wall of Jericho and worrying about his big problem, God showed up in an even bigger way. The Bible says in Joshua 5.13, 
When Joshua was by Jericho, he lifted up his eyes and looked. And behold, a man stood in front of him with his sword drawn in his hand. Joshua went to him and said, Are you for us or for our enemies? Our buddy Joshua didn't know it yet, but this wasn't just any man. This was the commander of God's army, and he was there with a message straight from the Lord. So when Joshua asked, Are you for us or for our enemies? The angel said, No. In other words, the angel was saying, Joshua, you have it backwards. I'm not for you or against you. I'm for God. He's the one I trust and serve, and he is for you. That's a big lesson we all need to learn. It wasn't just about Joshua or his big problem. It was about God and his big plans. Of course, God loved Joshua, just like he loves you. And of course, the Israelites could trust God to take care of them, just like he'll take care of you. Psalm 118.6 says, The Lord is for me, I will not fear. What can man do to me? So you never have to worry that God doesn't want what's best for you. But always remember that you are a part of God's plans, not the other way around. He's in charge, not us. And that's a good thing because he's the only one big enough to handle every problem that comes our way. And he knows the future of the whole world and our lives. After all, look at what he did to the walls of Jericho. All the Israelites had to do was obey God and walk around the city. The armies of Jericho had to think they had gone crazy. The whole thing seemed so bizarre. That is, until the walls began to shake. You know what happened next? Suddenly the Israelites' big problem came crumbling to the ground thanks to their even bigger God. But you know, as strong and powerful as the walls of Jericho were, they don't come close to the biggest problem we all face. Do you know what that is? It's the problem of sin. Sin wrecks God's good creation and keeps people from enjoying a relationship with Him. Sin is a problem too big for anyone to handle. But just like God showed up for the Israelites at Jericho, He showed up for the whole world when He sent His Son Jesus to die on the cross to take our sins away. Jesus conquered the problem of sin. He brought it tumbling down because Jesus is for you. And that's the best news ever. I'm so happy you joined me today. Come back next time to hear how one man's sin lost an entire battle and hurt a lot of people. Remember, the Bible is the best story ever told. It's God's story to you, and it's all true. If you enjoyed this podcast and feel like it's an excellent resource for kids and parents, please share it with someone you love. Thanks for listening to Pray.com's Kids Bible in a Year. For more Bible stories and wisdom to last a lifetime, download the Pray.com app for free today.
Thanks for listening to Kids Bible in a Year. I want to invite our adult listeners to check out my other show, Unapologetic, God's Truth on Today's Topics. It's unfiltered, important, inspiring, and we have awesome conversations and amazing guests such as Candace Cameron Bray, Vice President Mike Pence, Dr. Robert Jeffress, Shannon Bream, Maddie Pruitt, and so many others. We are helping you have conversations that empower you to have bold faith in a broken world. You'll be excited, inspired, and encouraged in your faith as you check out Unapologetic. Remember that you can tune in wherever you get your podcasts and on Pray.com.